Welcome to the road. <laughs> so uh, intense. Yeah, it's, I don't feel good today. Um, uh, suck it up, princess. I'm We're a week late on this podcast. Oh, yeah. Well, I've been busy. Yeah. We've all been busy. <clears throat> and now I have a man cold or whatever they call it. What oh. do they call it? Are you man sick? I don't know. I'm actual sick. There's no slaves here looking after you. You can't be that bad. That's the worst kind of cold, too, a man cold. I don't have any slaves. Oh, yeah, right. What's the difference between a man cold and a, and a normal cold? cold? Uh, men are wimps and they whine a lot. Oh. Mm. That's the female so, version of that. That sensuous voice you just heard is uh, our good friend, Chris. Hi, Chris. Hi. Welcome. Thank you. He Pretty lives. excited. He is, are you? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not. He's nervously <laughs> excited. <laughs> yes. He's, he's irritated with how his voice sounds already. Oh, yeah. <laughs> really weird. Uh, we'll fix it in the editing, don't worry. No, we won't. That's how he sounds. <laughs> We all sound weird. Shh, don't tell. Oh, yeah. What's fun is you, we can speed it up. We could make him like a chipmunk. Oh, yeah. Oh, they're maybe better, too. The lollipop kid. Um, when you listen to this in like one and a half speed, it's not really, it doesn't change the tone, right? No, it just changes the pace. So, Chris is here today because we want we're going to talk about buying a house and real, real tourism. Which is a word I just made up. Dave's life is going through some changes. I'm trying to buy a house and sell a house, and it's fucking bullshit. <laughs> Pulling your hair out? Oh, that's why I'm bald. I wasn't bald before. You're uh, bald? Yeah, I guess so. Oh, man. But anyway, so Chris is a, he's a capital R realtor. Yep. And he is selling my current house. So we thought we'd bring him in for some perspective, because otherwise it would just be me bitching about realtors for an hour and a half, and me agreeing. And <laughs> so, and, so I have, I'm here not not agree. Uh, no, you can agree. <laughs> oh, I will. Yeah, no, we just we, we need the extra weight behind all the agreement. Yeah, that's really what we're looking for. We want you to to start slinging shit at all, at your profession. For us. <laughs> <laughs> That'd make for a great hour yeah. Of yeah. listening. I don't think that's where we're actually headed. No. No. I think we originally talked about this. Dave's stress level has been somewhere between 85 and 100%. And it's been all he could talk about. So we thought, well, let's just talk about the experience. Talk about selling your house. Talk about buying a house. And bring in somebody that's smarter than us. It's a lot of work. What's a lot of work? Buying being a selling. realtor? No. What are you talking about? Chris <laughs> no. does nothing all day, every day. Yeah, no, not being a realtor. That... I work hard. Please. Oh, come on. We all know your wife's the brains. <laughs> to to put a point on it, like Chris is, he's he's part of the 1% of the realtors. He's a good one. He's not a douchebag like I the rest. I like to think I'm not. No. No. And I only know one other good realtor, and he, he's he's helping me buy a house on the other end. So there's only two of you in on the continent no that's <laughs> not true what i have family members that are realtors and they're good people oh, there See, you go. I, I don't There's know if few. they're all necessarily good realtors but they're good people yeah, but you you just said family members and realtors that's like a double whammy why because family members and realtors oh no i like these people oh, oh. Well. i was gonna say if it's family that you don't like yeah that well, that's really worse yeah touche Realtors are like the lawyers of the the middle class. Well, not all realtors. That's one of the really cool things about bringing Chris in is he's kind of part of a movement that's trying to change things. I think mm-hmm. part of part of an improving system. Yeah, and honestly, he's not going to. It's difficult. 
Well, yeah, I mean, anytime you try to move a mountain, eventually you realize that that's not an easy task. You know, I was thinking what we should do if, if you could get rid of the MLS system or replace it. Why would you want to get rid of it? Because that's what's controlling the whole real estate industry. If mm-hmm. you could replace the MLS system with your own thing, mm-hmm. you could take over the whole fucking thing. Yeah. Let's do it. I'm sure people have tried. Yeah, they have. There's some other systems out there. Like what? Well, there's, there's a few in the States. I can't remember the name of them off the top is, of my head. Does MLS here. go uh, American too? Yeah. That's world, is that worldwide? No. Just North America? This is North American, I think. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. You know, um, Peter came to Vegas with us. Yeah. Yeah. He, uh, at one point, was trying to write some software for this kind of thing. And it was arduous to try to get a foothold. Um, I don't remember how it all turned out, but I remember him saying, like, if you could ever get it done, much like what you're saying, you could corner a certain niche. But well, writing the software is not the problem. It's in it's, it's getting engaging it. the software that's the problem. Yeah, and you would have to change. It's like trying to not hit the iceberg. Like you're gonna hit it hard. Yep. Yeah, because uh, you can't get the data. They they won't let it out of their death grip. Yeah, but what it what if like what if uh, people that came to you for listings though you just started putting the data into your own system. That could be done, but it would take you forever to make any kind of dent. Well, but in the day, people probably thought that about eBay, but now we have Amazon and Kijiji that just absolutely blow eBay out of the water. Well, yeah, well, eBay is just still focused on the auction shit, right? No, absolutely. But, you know, in, the, in back then, that was the only kind of real sincere get your money back if you're being scammed online purchasing site. Now we got all kinds of options. Right. Okay. So the thing with 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 the realtor system that I just I boggles my mind is how how controlled it is. Like you can't get out of the system. You can't get away from paying the realtors exorbitant amount of monies unless you're patient <clears throat> enough to some private sale. Yeah. So yeah. what what's the calm free model? What what is how does that work? You pay them, right? Yeah. Someone, so there's someone pays you calm free, and there's property guys that kind of model where they help you sell your house but you have to do most of it yourself so what what's the yourself part do they still list it on mls for you right yeah they basically put it on mls they might take photos just different models but then you have to show it yourself you could negotiate it yourself take care of all the paperwork all that and they so then you take care of the, the lawyers and everything too yeah so they basically they're just putting it on mls for you yeah so you're paying them to buy you into the fucked up system yes. in the first place. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so, so these so guys inbred. are all sitting around in their sweatpants <clears throat> making money. Like, are we talking thousands? No, it's a couple hundred bucks, right? Well, different models. The bare bones just thrown on MLS is probably a couple hundred bucks. Yeah, that's yeah, three, four hundred dollars kind of thing. Yeah. Okay. But then you can't get away, or you usually can't get away from the other commission. Yeah, you're still paying that other realtor. Yeah. One and a half, three and a half. Or three and a half, three and a half, and one and a half. Yeah. And where but, did those numbers come from? <laughs> That's a really good question. I have no idea who came up with that. Because <laughs> they're getting thirty five hundred bucks no matter what, right? Well, That's base, baseline. Yeah. yeah, minimum. So they're they're getting three and a half grand, and then they're taking one and a half percent of the rest of it, no matter what. Yeah. For doing a whole lot of not not for a lot. bringing like, you like, a buyer. Yeah, but. But is it worth that much money is what I'm saying. Like it's depends how much of a hurry you're in. Yeah. And sometimes it could be a ton of work and you can drive clients around for months and months and it doesn't amount to anything. Right. But it, it is, 
when you look at the number, it's look, it's a big number. And I, I feel like in the old days, you needed realtors because you didn't. There was no such thing as the internet. Like even when we were teenagers, you couldn't just go online and look at a list of houses. You had yeah. to look in the newspaper classifieds if it was published or see a sign, right? And realtors had books <clears throat> of listings. I think is how they did it. They print them, right? Or they'd put up papers in their window at their office. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But now, like, I want, like, I, I'm expecting something big to come down the pipe in the next 10, 10 years, say, that's going to disrupt that whole system. Because oh, I, yeah, I agree. there's people like me that are looking around saying, what the fuck is this? And even you, you're a realtor, and you're saying, what the fuck is this? Like, Chris, Chris charges a flat fee of five grand per listing, right? Yeah, on the listing side. Yeah, so there's no, but on the selling side, you still take the two percentages no we offer to the buyer's agent we offer the usual commission which is and i can talk about how that went <laughs> we'll, well, the, we'll talk the, about it. Yeah, the three and a half and the one and a half is, is the, the usual the right? usual yeah, yeah that the realtors expect so you try and disrupt that and boy you get some problems so if you're but if you're selling a house um yeah you're still just taking five grand yeah on the listing side so but is, is there any scenario where you get the three and a half one and a half if I'm working with a buyer. Okay. So if I'm the buyer's agent, then, then I would then get you that. take that. Yeah. And you don't have a discount for that side. No, it doesn't affect your buyer. Is that why? No, cuz the buyer's not paying it, right? Right. Which is also fucked up. How did it how did it become that the buyer takes both commissions every single or the seller takes both commissions every single time? Because I think way back buyers can afford that, right? Like a new home buyer can't pay their realtor five eight thousand dollars to find them a house so they threw it all on the seller so the buyers Who, could who's get they in. the realtor the original realtor? <laughs> the realtor god <laughs> yeah the realtor god it's like there's a book somewhere they're gonna dig it up and it'll have like the the book of realism <laughs> so really the only way to ever avoid avoid paying a commission is to buy one house ever buy one house yeah yep. and, and then never never pay a commission yeah no yeah. never yeah. Live it until you die. Perfect. Well, or private sailing. We're screwed. I, I have a friend who has a who had a ton of uh, properties, and he said they always sold privately and bought with a realtor. So they never went near a realtor when they were selling, which probably would have made more sense for me. Honestly, it's doable. It's but I, I yeah, but I don't I don't have the the energy or the ability to do that at this point. Like I just don't want to. Yeah, right? I'd say so, that's a very well, small percentage. now now you're under time pressure. Well, now I'm under time pressure. I just want to get out. No, I don't want to get out. I don't want to lose my the other house I have an offer on. Yeah. Which I almost did this week. <clears throat> did I tell you that? But you yeah. called them, scared them away. What? You drove up there and scared them away? No. Uh, we were debating doing some stuff like that. Yeah. Some, <laughs> we were going to like shady back alley. Show up well, at their door. One idea was that we would we would stand. Typical at, Edmonton guy, right? We would stand. I'll stab at, you. No, for <laughs> fuck's sakes. Typical Edmonton. Jesus Christ. Calgary probably has a higher murder rate than Edmonton. Not stabbing. Not stabbing? No, it's called Stabmonton for a reason. Really? Yeah. I've <laughs> never, never heard, that. heard that before. No. Oh, that's a thing. You just made that up. You no, just, I did not. You just made that up. did not. I grew up there. Yeah, well, well, when you're in the mouth of the beast, you don't call it names. Well, no. Stabmonton was quite a ways away from where I grew up. There you go. I'm not going to go to Stabmonton for any reason, really. Long and McQuaid? Maybe. Wait, wave pool. <laughs> no, that's not a thing. Uh, I love how you think that. Yeah. Um, so what the hell? You just derailed me. Oh yeah, we were gonna stand at the property in cahoots with our realtor, and he would show 
the other buyers the the property but we he would pretend not to be able to see us so that they would think that like, like we would dress like creepy dead people <laughs> and so then he would pretend that he didn't know what they were talking about when they were freaking out over these dead people standing in the house and stuff and in that way we would make them think the house was haunted hmm. we did not do that that would be funny they still chose us so our offer still stands which is good lifting all conditions tomorrow except for the wow. sale of this that's big yeah yeah D- does that actually improve their situation do you think whose situation so the, well because they're still prone to account another offer right yeah so by dropping a bunch of conditions does that actually improve david's situation or does it make any difference at all no i probably would well there's a date on those conditions well yeah, yeah there always is yeah. he has a certain amount of time to sell his house but if a new buyer comes in you never know if they have their financing together yeah, they could still kick us out. Yeah, but from what no, I, I just curious if in Chris's experience, though, because I think that's something that people are interested in, is you know, as your as your timeline progresses, you know, even though your offer might not be as competitive, the fact that you're starting to drop conditions does that keep you in a favorable light? Yeah, it's going to steer deter, I guess other buyers because they'd have to compete with your offer and people are just scared of doing that and nobody goes into a, a something like that with no conditions right not usually no like there's always like one thing yeah financing home inspection every yeah. time is it does every everyone usually gets a home inspection oh yeah like 90 percent. okay so i bought the i paid for home inspection on the on the place it was almost 700 bucks which I was not expecting, so I'm broke as fuck right now. <laughs> I told you. <laughs> I just, it's cheaper than the my other realtor. He he uh, didn't know the guy that actually hired, so he thought I had to do like a like a six hundred dollar home inspection plus like a three hundred dollar septic inspection plus a water thing that yeah. he was going to pay for. But I found a guy that did all of it for just over six hundred bucks. Plus tax or whatever. Did he do it really shitty? No, he did a really good job. So now my Edmonton realtor is going to use him for all of his acreage inspections from now on. He had a drone and everything. Like, we did thermal imaging in the house, and he's going to come back in the spring and if I get it and do thermal imaging in my septic system to see if there's any, like, weird... Dead bodies or something? Yeah, dead bodies or, <laughs> you know, witch covens. Uh, there's, wow. probably a, there's probably a witch coven under there. It's always bad when your realtor jokes with you about dead bodies. (laughs) I feel like that's a sign. Well, do you think most realtors are criminals? Oh, no. Oh, they just like the money. They're just sociopaths, though? I'm sure they're out for the money, but... (laughs) When I was at the... I was getting my home inspection done, this realtor came in with another family, which was weird because we were there, right? So it was awkward as hell for them. Right, they were showing it? Yeah, they were showing it while we were walking around, like, looking at it. Yeah. And the realtor, my realtor there, he made sure they knew that, like, we were inspecting it and stuff. And just to, he was trying to get them to fuck off. But the realtor that they brought in was this, he was our, my very first landlord uh, when I got married. <laughs> He's an old man. Do you remember you? No. Oh, he wouldn't remember God. me. But he fucked me over for, like, six, like, our damage deposit, which was, like, six, six to eight hundred bucks. Which, when we first got married, was a big amount That's of money. That's a lot of money. It, it was yeah. a lot of money for us. And he, we, I think we broke our lease by like uh, a few days, three days, and he wouldn't give it to us. And uh, even after like repeated like 
interventions like other people called him and be like hey you're really fucking this young couple over they just got married and they need that money he's just like nope fuck you fuck you fuck you and he kept it so he walked into that the house my new house is what i hope and man i i had to restrain myself a little bit did you key his car or something oh i wanted to but i uh i did not injure him in any way but i was angry a lot of a lot of weird uh a lot of weird negative emotions happened also my my uh my home inspection before tax was six hundred and sixty six dollars. What do you think that means? Well, that's not good. <laughs> <laughs> it might be. Why would he charge that amount? That's just weird. Yeah, well, why not be. drop a buck? Yeah, really round it down. I or think, up. Well I don't think six seventy. He's not a religious man. He doesn't give a shit. Was he dressed in goth and No no, no I don't <laughs> think superstition and religion don't necessarily have to coincide. But it's, this, it's the same cut from the same cloth. Yeah, I know. But you can believe lots of things without having to believe all things. Well, I don't believe anything negative about that number. <laughs> anyway, I I think it's um, really creepy that your ex-landlord is out there showing That's your a realtor. <laughs> Small town. Creepy. Small town. Yeah, still. He's got lots of money. I don't know why he's still doing it. He looks like he's 150. <laughs> piece of shit no he's a realtor now he's probably 45 <laughs> <laughs> high stress job is, is that yep. what happened oh so you, you just turned uh 20 is that no? yeah yeah, yeah you like just I'm had a 60. birthday you, just yep. had, you did have a birthday you're still in your 30s right barely yeah 38 38 i told you me and I, I found that out later yeah. i didn't i didn't want to talk to you about it anymore ron thought you were like 30 two or something yeah i yeah. thought it's 34 is what i said oh, 34 oh, so no. 38 that's way more in the ballpark I well because like he acts so young like no, r- riding crotch rocket bikes oh, yeah, that, you know that's, that's just crazy. foolishness i'm Speak- so good looking uh, speaking of aging well <laughs> well yeah that too i wish i was aging well i feel like i'm getting like so every morning i wake up and i'm like i'm gonna die today today's the day i'm gonna just kick it i i uh, don't understand what you mean by aging well me or you? Anybody. Him? Yeah, we all look terrible. No. <laughs> Speak for yourself. Chris looks better than both of us. Oh, no, for sure. Like, I'm not talking about Chris. <laughs> I mean, like, everybody else. Who's everyone else? Oh, oh. we all. We're just train wrecks. Well, we're not our listeners. No. They look great. Our listeners look amazing. <laughs> Listener. Listener. <laughs> we're not sure if it's plural. <clears throat> we don't even know if we have listeners anymore. Uh, one of our regular listeners just became a realtor, actually. Congratulations to her. Oh? Yeah. How do you know that? Um, I forget. It was dropped in a comment somewhere. Oh, cool. Or, I don't know, conversation? Okay. Yeah. Stalking her? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Definitely no. not stalking her. That, that would not be a good idea. No. Nobody's, no. nobody's stalking anyone. <laughs> if anyone's doing any stalking around here, it's going to be me. Yeah, and I'll let you know. <laughs> Ron's not a. That he's was not a subtle, my window. He's not the subtle stalker kind. <laughs> no, I'm like, hey Chris, look what I found in your garbage can. <laughs> um. Okay. Well, let's get back to realtor here. Do, let's hear. I want to just got? hear. Let me hear your thoughts. Like you, you haven't always been a realtor. <laughs> you just became a realtor like within the last three years. Uh, four years. Four years. Yeah. Holy shit! Time goes fast. Self-employed. Know, so, right? and before Smart that, man. before that, you worked at WestJet. Yeah, I did right? various procurement, contracting, buying sort of jobs. So you went straight from WestJet to your own realty company. Yep. Okay. And you work under the figurehead. Uh, what's it called? Um, 
What's it called? What's your company called? Evolve Realty. Evolve, right. Yeah. And you didn't start that, did you? Yeah. Oh, that's your very own. That's ours, yeah. You own brokerage? Yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> so you're doing like a whole nother level of realty. Well, that was the only way we could do it to do our own, you know, flat rate, our own model. I had no idea that you fucking invented that. I thought that you were under a company. No. That's amazing. That's even more incredible. <laughs> I know than... more about your realtor than you do. I didn't. <laughs> well, I guess we should have talked about this. Questions. I guess we should have. Okay. Well, that's that's impressive. So you're actually trying to change the system on your own. Yeah. And hoping that that's going to, what? How big do you want to make this thing? Oh, well, huge. <laughs> so are you looking for other, like, other realtors to come in under your umbrella? Yeah, we're looking at doing that this year, actually. Oh. Yeah. We're about almost four years now. Yeah. So start expanding and bringing on more agents to catch more markets and stuff. And well, then, you brought on somebody last year, right? Yep. So there's three the of you fuck? right now. How do you know this? Because I ask questions. I like my friends. <laughs> Bullshit. You don't ask me questions. Yes, I do. Wait, I know wait. everything about you. You don't know anything about me. <laughs> That's probably true. But I, t- I know all the lies you tell me. Well, you don't know about my sex dungeon. <laughs> uh, oh. Yeah, I do. Oh. I, I helped you anchor the chains. Oh. How drunk was Michael's I? down there right now, isn't he? <laughs> Your realtor doesn't know about Still that. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, under under the basement. Yeah, that's not part of the selling feature. That's going with me. I'm taking it. I always keep my sex dungeon close. The lock and key. Wow, it's, it's, it's just a it's just a shipping container. You just you can bury those anywhere. So there's three of you in the brokerage right now, right? Well, there's two of us right now. So oh, he, I'm, count, I'm counting your spouse. And he left. Oh, he left. Yeah, he wanted to do different real estate. Oh, you mean he what? wanted to make more money? No, he wanted to do high end real estate, which didn't make any sense to me. But oh, he, so he, he wants to do like seven hundred plus? Yeah, he moved to um, what's it called Sotheby's. Oh, okay. What? Yeah, he they have their own real estate broker. That's Su- Sotheby's, isn't it? S- Sotheby's. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, they have their own. There's a Canadian Sotheby's real estate. Yes, brokerage. Oh yeah. Keep up, Dave. Yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> okay, so how did you not? Um, why can't you do high end? I can. It's just not our niche. He wants to do it exclusively. Yeah, he wanted to do the big. He, he wants that. Stuff. Yeah, he wants yeah. that one and a half percent. Yeah, yeah. Huh. Is that what Sotheby's offers? They do a lot of the high end stuff. Yeah, pricey stuff. Hmm. Which is probably fun. More fun as a realtor to show like really nice houses instead of like these. Oh yeah, crack, crackerjack boxes over and over. Yeah. Huh. Well, shit. Uh, my realtor up in in Spruce. His name is uh, Ben Lotes. Definitely worth a look on Facebook if you're into him. He works for the Good Realty Company. It's called The Good. The Good. The Good Realtor Company. Yeah, yeah. I've heard of them. Have you? Yeah. Yeah, they're just Edmonton local, I think. Nope. Yeah. There's a, no, there's a branch in Didsbury. Oh, well, they're... Hmm. Really? Yeah. Oh. Looked at a house that they showed in Didsbury. Well, they're not very big anyways. They're kind of... They're sporadic. Doing their own thing. Yeah. But yeah, Ben's video... Like, he does a lot of, like, vlog videos where it's like he has a cameraman and they, he, they he's funny. He's... A, He's changing the market up there. I think he's doing a really good job. Nice. But worth a video if you want to look them up. They're funny. Like yeah. He, he makes them entertaining. Ben Lotz, the good realty company. Anyways. You haven't even given Chris that much love yet. Well, I don't. I <laughs> what the don't. hell? He's sitting right here. We're talking about Evolve him. Realty. <laughs> okay. So Evolve Realty, you're actually changing the system. I'm slowly trying. Well, and, well, it, it's related because Ben is also changing the way that he does business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So. Yeah. I, I'm surprised that I, I'm not surprised. I don't, I don't usually care about anything except for myself. So the reason I don't know about <laughs> Evolve being your own brokerage is completely on me. So this back to just the two of you. 
Yeah. I swear I've seen Evolve Realty signs with other people on it, though. Oh, no. Well, no. There's no. nobody under that name. Okay. Okay, so run us through uh, starting your own brokerage. Why and when did you come up with this idea? Well, my wife had to do it. Oh, we should call your wife then. Let's so, get her in here. Yeah. yeah. She's the boss. So she had the idea before you? Oh, no, it was all my idea. <laughs> what the fuck's happening here? <laughs> I don't even know what to think. Okay. So she was a realtor first. We used to do house flipping, right? Oh, you yeah. You know that? That sounds familiar, yes. Yeah. Yes. So I talked her, Andrea, my wife, into becoming a you realtor don't say name. for that purpose. To flip? Yes. Because why was that beneficial to you? Well, then you don't lose the commission. Yeah, we get the commission when we buy, and we can list it for cheap. Mm, run me through the math on that. Well, if we're listing our own house, we don't have to pay our, ourselves a commission. I see. So well, how much does it cost to be a realtor? To get your license? Yeah, like to get into the game, what, how much? Well, it's a few thousand to dollars to take the training. And that's And it? then you pay annual fees, to insurance, who? to the Calgary Real Estate Board. Oh, my God. There's, Those motherfuckers. There's a whole bunch of boards. See? This, so what? As I have a professional license. I pay fees every year too. Yeah, there you go. It's not uncommon. Why do you get? A, who are you paying? We're the College and Association of Registered Nurses of for Alberta. What? what are you paying them for? For giving me a card that says I have a license to practice. But you already paid for that. No, every year. I consider myself self-employed, though it it helps. That's fucked up. Yeah. For tax purposes? No, no. Because then when I send that check in. It makes me feel better about myself <laughs> to think that I get I get all this money back in return because I'm self-employed. Do you get the money back? No. <laughs> yeah. Just, so what? What? I don't understand that. It's just yeah, a money grab. It's a joke. It, no. It's no. It, it does have some benefits. Like if you ever got into a legal situation, there's supposed to be some protection there. But insurance? You pay insurance too on top of that? No. So you have no practice insurance? No. They would cover any of that. So? In theory. How much do you pay a year for that? Uh, just about 700 bucks. Jeez. And you, what Cheap. are your fees? Uh, they're definitely a couple thousand. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Real Who's sitting at the top of this fucking pyramid get, taking all this money? Well, it's Mary kind of a Kay. board, right? All the realtors pay into Yeah, it. but where's that money go? Mary Kay. Oh. oh. Sits in a bank. That's a different case we get pink, sued. Pink Cadillac? It doesn't sit in the bank. Someone's spending that money. Oh, well, for sure they are. Where's <laughs> it going? Investing it and... Investing it in what? Do you, get, do you get returns so on that? So basically, that just allows you to sell real estate in the Calgary area. Yeah. If you wanted to sell at Edmonton, you'd have to pay to them? Yeah. Like we're part of the Calgary Real Estate Board. So that gives us access to MLS, our back-end system. But does it give you access to everywhere in the province? No. Yeah. No, I can't look up Red Deer. I can't look up Edmonton. So how far north can you go? Um, Olds, I think, is on the cusp. Okay, so just before Bowdoin? Yeah. And then how far south? Okotoks. And out west? Oh, so many questions. <laughs> That's what we do. Canmore, maybe? Oh, you can go that far. Yeah. In wow. town, Canmore? Strathmore. Strathmore. Well, that's actually a pretty good-sized territory, then. Yeah, I've never looked up how far it goes, actually. But that's like 1.3 million people, that ballpark. Oh, yeah. Like, that's, that's not horrible. Do you want to stay in that area? Yeah. For now? Yeah. But you want to grow. Yeah, we're going to grow more agents in Calgary. Just so how do you get more agents? You just hire them. From? Interview them. Well, you know how many realtors are in Calgary? There's over 5,200. But with your lower with with your lower cost, with your lower commission model, mm -hmm. 
uh, do you get pushback from like new hires or have you actually really we haven't actually advertised for any okay. agents yet so but you had a na- new agent on was it hard to get him to join at first no he was brand new so oh, okay. he was kind of getting his feet wet with us fair it's enough kind of a trial yeah to see what he wanted to do and okay what direction he wanted to go so and how long did he last no he was with us for almost a year okay and then he pays a commission to the company then well you can do it lots of different ways they pay the monthly amount yeah for support and for the things that we do for him or you can take a percentage of the commission that he charges okay uh, sellers but it's do you have that you have that like ruled out like how much he can take Eh, it's kind of work in progress so far oh okay you don't know yeah so here's a, a, I guess my brain automatically thinks if you're trying to do something different, wouldn't you be better off to smart start or to expand into a smaller community and try to get a foothold, like try to corner a market? Well, that's kind of what we're doing in Airdrie right now. Like we're getting well known here. Yeah. Like we definitely don't have a problem getting listings or anything yeah. in here. In Calgary, we're not that well known yet Fair just because it's yeah. so big, right? Yeah. No, I'm just thinking like, you mentioned Olds, but I think like there's a couple of small towns there, right? Like Carstairs is a th- pretty thriving community. If you could get like a fourth or, you know, even half the listings in a market like that and really build a name for yourself, mm-hmm. I just I just wondered if that would have benefits. You might be able to get other realtors that way at least. Well, it's harder to break into smaller areas too because... Yeah. A lot of loyalty. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah, even in Airdrie, I mean, it was it was tough going. Well, do tell. Well, like just getting clients. I mean, no, not getting clients, but getting the cooperation of other realtors, right? So they're they're holding on to their model pretty tight, right? Like that's three and a half and one and a half and all their commission rates and all that kind of thing. So if somebody new comes in and doing things a little bit differently. There's a there could be a little uproar. Okay, well, so has it only come up like in, in conversation with these people or did they like come after you without knowing, without trying to do deals with you? No, it's not really coming at me. No, not coming after, but like complaining and bitching and yeah, you get the sense of it. Yeah. You know, they're like, Oh, these guys are doing something different. You know, they're breaking the status quo. Yeah. Yeah. That's how life works. So they view that you're competing with them for listings Yeah, and you're stealing their business Yeah, because you're not, raping their client your clients the way <laughs> no. that they they might be that might be a strong word no I you're not I, you're I, not I, no, pillaging not, them like taking uh, well an equal with, share of the raping. money it's not yeah, raping yeah don't don't feel bad about it that's what it is <laughs> well I, I don't know it seems it seems arbitrary right like it, when you're selling a house you're the selling realtor typically does the most work yeah. right yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, a uh, a good purchasing realtor has probably done a little bit of due diligence to make sure their clients can actually afford the houses they're looking at. Yeah, but that's about it, right? Yeah, they're they're trying to find homes. I mean, that can be a lot of work. But you know, with the internet now and with the MLS, no, exactly. That's the what buyers are finding the houses. The, the buyers are doing the work. Yeah, like I didn't call my realtor and say, "Hey, this is what we're looking for." I called my realtor and I said, "Hey." I want to go look at these this four house. houses yeah. <laughs> today. And he's like, okay, I'll make some calls. And then he stands there while I look at the houses. He's not doing anything. 
you know, I'm no no offense to Ben, he's a great guy, but like honestly, like he's not doing shit. He's standing there. I mean, obviously there's paperwork and stuff that has to go back and forth. Once you get into the offer process, yeah. that's when he starts working. Well, you should be working when you, you're viewing houses too. Like I was doing that today. I showed this is the good, this is the bad about the house, the neighborhood. Oh, okay. Well, let me clarify. He wasn't just like doing nothing, but I mean, he's, he is like, we're looking around yeah. deciding what we think is good and bad. And, you know, he'll chime in if he's asked or if we, or if he has an opinion, right? Which is fine. But for the most part, like him making his job's not to talk you out of it. No, he no. wants me to buy whatever house I'm interested in because that's the only way he's going to make money is if I buy something through him, right? But he wants to make a good decision. He, didn't, he doesn't no, want yeah, to help you buy a shitty house no, and then no. you, you and hate I, him. Yeah, and I, no, again, at some point he's hoping you'll use him again or recommend him. Absolutely. So and yeah, that, he's not going to be a total dweeb. But. No, he's fantastic. But I mean, when we bought our house in, in town, the house I'm trying to sell now, our realtor was like sort of just clueless. Like he was kind of like deer in the headlights and... And he he would take us to the houses, and he would just kind of like stand there, and like we didn't really have much to talk about with him. Like he, I don't know, it was it was weird. It was weird for the amount of money that he was going to make on the other end. It seemed like you should be doing more for this amount of money. I mean, yeah. and obviously you feel that way, Chris, because you're trying to change the system. Yeah, right. But you're I, still- I've looked at a couple of houses with Chris, and I can honestly say he goes into them pretty prepared. Like. I'll notice something that's really shoddy, and he'll be like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and part of that's because we're friends, I'm sure. But he, I, I never, I don't feel like I ever caught him off guard. When I'm like, oh, look no. at this tire fire. And he's like, yeah. I don't know why people do that. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing with people you know, right? I mean, I think there's a lot to be said about a realtor you know and trust. Like, as a human. Yeah, absolutely. Not as a realtor. But really, I mean, they should treat everybody close to the same, whether you know them or not, right? Like, ideally. Oh, yeah. But they don't. There's no way. No. You, well, you know more you, realtors than I do. Well, if you're working with friends and stuff, it's different, right? Yeah. I mean, I called you for a reason. But it, ideally, yeah. it's not that different. Like, if you had a just random client and you walked into a total tire fire, you'd tell them that, wouldn't you? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, on both ends of the realtor deals, I had to sign, we had to sign an agreement of how we were going to be treated and they were going to treat us, right? Like, yeah. And there's yeah. all this, like, respect and shit and all this list of things, like... All the made-up garbage. Yeah, all the made-up shit that they're not going <laughs> to do because... Well, no, I, fuck. <laughs> I'm, I'm making it sound like my realtors are, the, are terrible people and they're not. Like, but... I'm sure that there is a million realtors out there who they send that fucking agreement to everybody and people sign it and it doesn't mean shit. They're going to sell the house no matter what. They don't care, right? Well, they're supposed to act in a certain way, right? Confidentiality and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, but like in terms of acting in the best interest of the client, it is a total conflict of interest because they are getting paid based on the amount of money that they sell the houses for, which I find is sort of crazy. Like there, because you... Especially like a seller realtor. Yeah, you, what's you the incentive sell? to get a good deal? There, yeah, what is there? The incentive to get a good deal is that the realtor is going to make less money on the back end, which doesn't it doesn't work itself well to selling houses in a ethical way. Oh, yeah, when saying? you look at it that way, it's totally screwy. Yeah, so how did that... I feel like that agreement is like, it's almost like a, man, everyone's going to think we're trying to fuck them over, so we should like write this agreement up and send it out to everybody so that they sign it. And then they'll feel better about us fucking them over in the back end. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's one of those things like you shouldn't have to write a document like that. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it's like me going into a, like I'm estimating a price and I'll be like, 
I'm guaranteeing you guys I'm not going to fuck you over or charge too much money for this job. So just uh, give it to me. I'm going to write down all the, here's all the things I'm not going to do to you. And I just need you to sign this, please. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Like, it's just like, it's one of those things that you shouldn't have to fucking say before you do a business deal. Well, if everybody was good that you wouldn't have to sell that. No, but I feel form. like that's the reason it exists is because the whole system is fucked. Mm. A doctor doesn't make you sign a thing every time they do something to you that says, these are all the things I'm not going to fucking do to you. You know what I mean? Like, no. I'm not going to rape you while you're unconscious. I'm not going <laughs> to, you know what I mean? Like, if your dentist makes you sign a thing that says, <laughs> I won't put my dick in your mouth while you're unconscious, then you should probably get a new dentist. That's what I think. <laughs> but when your realtor does it, then you shake their hand and say thank you and sign oh, it, right? But in this case, <laughs> you have no other choice. You only have this system to work in. There isn't another one. I can't go to another dentist. I only have the North American realty system. Well, you can buy a house without a realtor, right? If you really want to. Uh, okay. I agree with what you're saying, but at the same time, like it's, you can't get on MLS without a realtor no. at all. Like, there's, you have no chance of that. Is that true? There's no other way to get on. There is a pay a fee and get your house up. Yeah. Uh, kind of like the, you know, the calm free. Right. So you just pay a minimal fee and they'll just put your house up on MLS. Okay. That's like the we list kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But you still got to pay. You can't, you can't. No, just it's get not on, free. No, you, you can't get on into the system without paying somebody. No, you as a, a home seller can't just log in. Okay. But there's, there's a difference pay. between paying, you know, $12,000 or whatever and 200. Yeah, that's true. But do you, do you feel like, um, like uh, this is my first time doing this. Yeah. I've never, I've never sold a house before. So I guess just to challenge what you're saying, cause you're, you're suggesting that uh, the ethics are all really sideways in the system the way it is. Yeah. But the selling realtor should keep the purchasing realtor honest and vice versa. Right? Like in theory, the adversarial nature of a purchase agreement should protect you to a degree. But what I'm saying is there's two middlemen involved in every purchase transaction yeah. where you don't need any. No, that's true. But I'm just saying, like, in theory, you have two parties fighting it out over a, a final price, and you have to agree to it as a seller and as a buyer. Like, there's room to object all the way along. So, yeah. like, the odds that you're actually getting fucked over really depends on how willing you are to allow yourself to be fucked over. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. the option does exist to, to do it outside of the system minus the MLS listing. No, no, but even right? within the system, but even within the system, you're, you can't, you're fucked over if you go in the system. As soon as you're in the system, you're fucked. Well, be, that's on the premise that you're unwilling to pay the commission. Like you're, yes, you're coming at it from a point of view that the commissions are ridiculous. And, and I don't disagree with that. Right. I mean, the commissions are kind of ridiculous, especially if your house sells in like a day. So one thing I found interesting when I was reading on the internet was that um, North American realtors sell a lot less houses than their European counterparts. Then um, but they charge almost they six charge times the yeah, commission, way more. Yeah, yeah. So it's almost it's almost like a work ethic thing here, where uh, I don't think it's a market thing. I we think don't move as much though either. Well, Europeans move more than Amer North Americans. Well, I think if you're selling that much more houses, that kind of is the math that has to be done, right? There's a lot more people there too. A lot more people too, for yeah. sure. Yeah, and I mean, I mean, I guess it is. 
it is one of those things where you're not going to move 45 times in your life, you know, unless you're a, a military brat or something, in which case you're not, you're not buying and selling houses anyways, right? Wow. You're just moving. But most normal people will buy and sell maybe once or twice in their lifetime, right? I would say. Oh, I see a lot more. More now? Oh, yeah. I would say probably five would be pretty five average. Times? Did you guys move when you were growing up? You didn't move when you were young. Twice. I moved twice. a lot. I never moved. No. I didn't move until my until I got married. That was the first time I ever left home. I remember being in like half a dozen different houses. Really? Towns. Oh, yeah. Did your parents buy every time? Most every time. Okay. So, the, okay. So maybe I'm the, I'm the abnormal one. Then, well, even no, local, no, I, I wouldn't say it's abnormal. Dave It's just <clears throat> average. It means, you know, so there's more, room on both sides, right? But it, okay. So it's not something you're doing every six months, right? No. So in terms of you going in the system, getting like fucked out of a whole bunch of money and getting back out, you're not doing that over and over and over and over and over and over really necessarily, right? Like, no, but I think there's times when realtors like really earn their money. Like if you have like a really bad market. Mm-hmm. I think there's times when realtors like really earn their money. Like right now? Well, I would say right now probably isn't a good example. Probably two years ago is a better example. Mm-hmm. You know, where interest rates were just threatening to come up and they were starting to change mortgage rules and people were really, you know, in a bad economic situation in Alberta where they were losing their jobs. There's a lot of uncertainty. You know, well, today I think it's starting to kind of creep up. I don't know if you can agree or disagree with me, but like Chris puts out, stuff on on facebook about kind of the local market here and it looked like prices were up a little bit you know maybe a percent or so yeah very minimally it's pretty flat right now yeah it's gotten better over the years yeah i read an article from a realtor guy in calgary and he said if you want to sell your house right now you need to be aggressive as shit yes so i need to sell my house man (laughs) i just dropped it what do i got to go down to i'm not gonna fucking drop my pants all the way it's his balancing act, right? You don't want to give your house away, but then no. you want to sell it. To... Well, I know what my lowball number is. I just need to, I need to get some bodies in here. Well, you got to feel out the market a bit and see what they're willing to pay. I've only had what one showing so far. Uh, oh yeah, the, there was supposed the, to be another one. Yeah, they didn't show. and he hasn't rebooked yet. So, yeah. son of a bitch. What's his name? I'm gonna publicly call him out right <laughs> now. Oh, 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 bad idea. <laughs> I don't think I could pronounce his name. <laughs> Smith and Wesson. All right. Okay. So, so basically, you're saying I should be fine to just fucking take it as it is. No, I, f- I feel like that's what you're saying. Like, no, the, not at the all. amount of fucking that you're getting is the amount of fucking you're willing to put up with. Well, uh, which we, is exactly what I'm doing right now. It's I a system. You just got to deal with it. Really. But I want. I want to <laughs> break it. I want to break the system. I you mean, you're trying. I, th- I totally think we should start a fucking MLS. Like. We could charge people a hundred bucks, put their house on ML, on the new. We'll call it uh, MLX. The pub, MLX pu- public listing system. Public listing system. Yeah. It's it's free. You it's just free, have to give yeah. us ten percent of your house selling. Price. No, no, not even that. One and a half percent. Point one one tenth of a percent. How much money is that? I don't know. It depends on how many houses <laughs> you sell. Depends on price of the house. Sell a million dollar house. That's a thousand bucks. That's not enough. Million dollar house. Million dollars worth of house to get a thousand dollars. That's not bad. To do nothing. To do nothing. I guess. So. Yeah. yeah. To do nothing. I guess that's the goal, right? Here's do, a form to fill nothing. it out. We're not doing anything, and you're paying us a little bit. Yeah. And see, we do work hard. You know, a lot of agents do. Work yeah, we hard. like to give Chris a hard time, but I bet it is not all fun. I don't. I'm not lumping Chris in with the rest of the realtors at all. 
I'm I'm not I'm not even mad at the realtors. I'm I'm mad that the system is so fucking inbred that it's at the position that it's at right now. Like it's just such a it's it's complete monopoly, which aren't you're not allowed to have a monopoly, number one. But I couldn't even put an offer on a new house until I agreed to put my listing on MLS. Yeah. Because that's part of the deal. What? Yeah. I, 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 I had an offer ready. I put it in. He said, okay, so as a condition of you putting in the offer, you have to have a deposit and you have to have your house on MLS. I'm like, what? I don't want to put my house on MLS right now. He's like, well, you have to or have a, a timeline within the next 72 hours to have it up. And that's the- because of how many people frequent MLS? What's the, what's the deal with that? Yeah, because you have the best chance of selling your house when it's on MLS. And the quickest. Yeah, but it's also like... So uh, that's in the best interest of that seller. The seller. Yeah. But because the system is so inbred, like there, like there is only one system, right? Yep. I shouldn't have to do that. Well, but that's good and bad. Like it, it is also nice to know where to go to look <laughs> at the inventory. No. Like if you had to go to 11 different places to check out the inventory when you're a purchaser, that would be a shit show too, right? Well, that's true. But what I'm saying is that I had no opportunity to try and avoid paying that second commission on the buying realtor. You know what I mean? Well, you wouldn't have even if you weren't on MLS. No, if if I sold out, if we yeah, sold you the house, could have if, it if, if we sold the house privately on Kijiji or online somewhere, well, you can still you can still do that. No, but well, then the buyer might have an agent, and then you're paying it anyway. Yeah, what I'm saying is there's no way to avoid the fucking commission. It's no, just, there, there, you have the same amount of probability of avoiding the commission when you're on MLS as any other time. Uh, well, no, but if you're on MLS, you definitely bring a realtor with you. Well, normally, but if yeah. your ad on Kijiji brings in the buyer, it's the same likelihood as it would have been when before you were on MLS. Uh, that's true. Yeah, but, you'd only uh, avoid it if that buyer saw your house in Kijiji didn't have a realtor yeah but by going on MLS instead of six people seeing your listing now like a five thousand are gonna see it exactly no I, I I understand the benefits I think part of me part of what's jaded about me is that my uh, brother-in-law sold his house yeah and, and this was a smaller market private Saskatoon they they put it on Kijiji they had a, they had one open house on a Saturday for a few hours and that afternoon the buyer walked in, looked at the house, sat down on the kitchen table, and they stuck a deal right there. Wow. So there was no realtor fees on any side. They paid the lawyer. To, they paid the lawyer, and that was it. And done. Done deal. They walked away. Yeah. And so, and I don't. Maybe that's more likely in a Saskatoon type setting or a smaller community like that. I don't know. But my dad sold a house like that once. Well, you get get that kind of thing into your head, and you're like, I could save like eighteen grand. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I should. I should. I think you know. it's super rare, but it, it it's, it's done, right? Yeah, it is done. I mean, I don't T- know. Typically, though, the buyer offers slightly less in those scenarios because you're not paying a commission. So you kind of split the commission. You know what I mean? Well, I don't know. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. us looking at the house and making an offer, like, I don't I don't consider a commission in it. Like, I'm paying what I think the house is worth, right? No, no, I agreed. But and the seller if, has if to you, be okay with it. If you were striking a deal without realtors, yeah, you know, you're saying, well... Like generally when you're the buyer, you're going to leverage that. You're going to say, well, Dave, I'm here to buy your house. Mm. You're asking $600,000 and I'm going to buy it privately and and you're going to sell it privately. So you're saving, you know, $25,000 in realty fees. So here's my offer. I'm coming in at 580. 
But isn't that a fucked up like conversation to have? Well, but that's the reality, like, right? You're, you're saving twenty five grand. You're not giving twenty five grand to some random stranger who's doing nothing. Yeah. So I'm gonna pay you less money. So also. I'm gonna pay you twenty grand yeah. less. You're gonna pocket yeah. five grand, and but we're both so, gonna be happy. So the whole fucking MLS system is making the whole deal itself fucked up. Yeah, but like, that's always just, been that's the, the mindset, way. right? Yeah, but it doesn't seem right to me. It's not right. It's too much money. Well, it's too much. But you pay commission on things that you don't even know. Like your TV, your car, your computer, mm-hmm. appliances. Yeah, but those are those are accepted costs in a purchase price that are well, same same with housing. Well, some people You're, accept these costs. Well, you don't have a choice. There's no you know what you don't get to say no to the costs. Well, you can't. Like even me, I wanted to avoid this at all costs, and I'm still going to end up paying everybody millions of dollars, <laughs> thousands and thousands of dollars to a bunch of people. Come on, Dave. It's going to be like. 15 bucks and a pack of gum. <laughs> no, it's going to be at least. Yeah, what, I know. It's what, a lot. 12 or 13 grand. Yeah. Minimum. Yeah. Yeah. That's no, coming uh, out of my it's, pocket. It's a lot of money. I don't disagree. That's a brand new fucking side by side right yeah. there that I'm giving to people or to That's, one friend and then another guy who's just not doing fucking all shit, just doing jack shit. Gary. Burning gas. You know who you are. <laughs> fucking Gary. Everybody that Dave hates or in a pinch, they're named Gary. <laughs> Just oh, for shit. clarity, Chris. It's not no nobody. I don't, I don't think I know any Gary's. So. so you seem to have found an eloquent way to get around it on the purchasing side. You just charge less. And that's not affecting anybody except for your yeah. lister, right? Yeah, I guess you could say we just work for less money. You work for less money, yeah. right? So how can we fix the other side? Well, we played with that a little bit when we first started our company to see if it could be changed and yeah it was difficult yeah yeah i got uh yelled at swore at a few times so once you get enough market share though worth trying again yeah and i mean it depends on the market too like if it's a hot seller's market you can probably get away with it but when there's a lot of listings and a realtor can take their buyer down the road to another house where they get paid more they're probably going to do that. But why do they think... I know why they think they're entitled to it, because the system tells them they're entitled to it. So why don't you think you're entitled to it? Because we just built a different model. So once you have an army of realtors, then you're going to say, hey, by the way, we're not paying the three and a half, one and a half anymore. Then we would have the power to do that, possibly. Mm-hmm. I don't know so how big what, what kind of What kind of leverage do you think you need, like... Is there, is there a target you, you have in mind before you try that again? Well, I'm sure you'd have to have a percentage of the listings, you know, if... So if you had 5%, would that be enough? 10, 10%? I don't know if there's a number yeah, to it, but... So you haven't really decided. No. But you think in your medium term that you'd probably make another stab. Um, yeah, it's hard to say, probably. Yeah. You know, and I can't change the, the system overnight. And, you know, a lot of the realtors, they do work hard for it and everything. But, yeah. you know when the price of houses have gone up so substantially over the last, you know, what is it, 10 years, 20 years kind of thing. Yeah. It's a hard pill to swallow with that big dollar amount. So it's, I think it's going to change. Like you said, in the next 10, 20 years, people are going to be wanting change. Mm-hmm. It was, it's, it's kind of one of the last like markets that hasn't been like blown up, you know, like there's, there's inroads in all these other markets that are happening, you know, like cars and the big entrenched markets. Yeah. 
And there's uh, starting to be other companies that come out, right? Like the Calm Free and the Property Guys. And so, there's 2%. Yeah, 2%. What's the Calm Free idea? Like they're saying, we're not going to charge you all this money, but we're not going to also do anything for you. Yep. Basically. Yeah, that's the other spectrum of the, the service, right? So is there a way to do more for the client and charge more than Calm Free, but not? Like, is that kind of where you're that's trying exactly to fit that we middle do. ground? Yeah, like, we're right in the middle. So you're looking at Calm Free and you're looking at the status quo and you're saying we're going to bridge that gap. Yeah, but you still yeah, because people don't have the time or the knowledge to sell their house by themselves. But you can't fix that other half of it. You can only do Not the yet. entry level one. Yeah. And you can't fix the second half until you have the mass weight behind you. I think so, yeah. There, there could potentially be other impetus to change it though too, right? Like mortgage rates continue to go up. I think you're going to probably see some pressure on the selling side. Mm-hmm. Um, what about... What about uh, Dave and I have had a conversation before, a little bit anyway, about the attitude of purchasing versus buying. And you hear a lot about kind of the millennial generation not being really all that interested in buying. You mean renting versus buying? Yeah. 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 Sorry. What did yeah. I say? Purchasing, purchasing versus yeah. buying? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> anyway, no, renting imagine. versus buying. Um, but that idea that the millennials aren't, aren't getting into the market, and maybe you're even seeing that a bit, but mm-hmm. do you think that could precipitate a shift too like you guys need to not you guys but realtors in general need to make it more approachable more attractive some sort of there needs to be a shift somewhere that the millennials kind of come on board yeah you need buying and selling to keep us working right so yeah i think the millennials are more into renting right now really because they're well, can they not they be tied to down buy? and the price of houses too yeah, I feel like millennial, most like, millennials don't have the buying capability to get in. No, 300000 to get into a condo isn't something that just no. anybody can do. Dude, they still do the first-time home buyer plan here, right? Like, So that is a viable option for them if they wanted to. Yeah, that helps out. You can take money out of your RSPs and that kind of thing. So I think I did that when I bought my first house. Yeah. And I, I think that uh, when we talked about renting versus buying before, I was more on the renting side mm-hmm. just for Much. less... Yeah, and I, I'm completely reversed that stand now, because you, I predicted that. Well, because you know, big picture, like you'll never, you're never getting anything out of your rental house. Never. At least the fact that I bought my car. No, that's house, not true. I'm going to get. You do get something out of renting. What flexibility? Flexibility. Yeah. yeah, and you know, you don't have to deal with any maintenance or anything like that. Like that's all taken care you, of. Usually, not, yeah, yeah. But the thing is, is that it, once you decide to leave, you don't leave with anything. You That's leave, right. You leave with what you brought. That's right. Yeah. Whereas I'm leaving this house and I'm going to leave with, you know, 50 grand or whatever I get out of it. Right. Yeah. Whereas I wouldn't have had that before. Like I've been paying into this system for yeah, you know, if nine years. Yeah. If you're paying $20,000 a year in rent and you walk away, you walk away with your $1,200 damage deposit. Yeah. Right. But whereas, now the millennials, how they're looking at it right now, like the home prices aren't going up like they used to. So on the back end either. Yeah. No. Like, so you, you buy a brand new house and you're right. paying money into it. It may or may not go up in value. That's true. Yeah. That sucks. How long do you see, do you see that like kind of a long-term flat thing? No, they're saying it's going to get better. I mean, it depends on but the how economy much? and everything. Is it ever going to, it's never going to get back to like bubble It may not explode terms. like it, it did. Which it what, shouldn't because that was all fucked up, right? No, that the values went skyrocketed right yeah but that, that was, was so good but that was just inflate inflated pricing I don't oh think. man i made so much money that time though what do you mean i sold i sold my condo i told you that 
bought that oh, condo man. for like $118,000 and sold it for 242000 That was around then? What period of time? That was in 2006, 2007. Yeah, 2007 was the peak. I made think. 130 grand in like 18 months. Was that the was that the American? What what was causing that boom? The oil price oil price oil just the price oil. oil yeah. And what about the American thing though? They all just both blew up everyone's economy. You know what? That's actually I want to circle back to that price of oil thing just for a second. Yeah, because that was when we first started passing fifty dollar a U.S. a barrel. Everybody okay. was rich. Everybody had money. Market was exploding. And now we've fallen back to $50 in oil and everybody's losing their jobs and committing suicide and, and <laughs> yeah, you know, it, desperate. Because it was over 100 But it's the same price as when we were going up. I just think it's really ridiculous. Anyway, carry on. It is crazy. What? And then I just read today that that other oil company's going out of business or they're shutting down all in Alberta. Who? Uh, some, something with an S. There's going to be like another 2,000 abandoned wells in the in the province. Didn't hear that. Didn't, yeah. Uh, I'll look it up. I, they, yeah, they just said today they were ceasing operations. So now there's going to be like another 2,000 orphan wells in Alberta. Oh, you look that up for sure. But Chris, do you see realtors picking up some of the slack in the rental market in the in this kind of transition period? Oh, yeah. Our, our system now, just within the last couple of years, we're able to put rentals on our... MLS. Okay. Yeah. So landlords can basically hire a realtor to find them tenants. That's actually kind of ideal for landlords. Yeah. They don't want to do that themselves. And pay a commission on that too. Yeah. Oh yeah. (laughs) (laughs) What kind of a rate is that? I haven't seen the rates on that. I don't know. Okay. But I mean, you're you're not talking huge amounts. No. You'd be charging $2,000 for a house. I saw your neighbor's places back up. Which neighbor's place? For rent. Oh, really? Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> New neighbors. Oh, yes. my God. Sequoia. Never heard of it. Sequoia them. Resources Corp. It's a, I think it's Chinese. Um, they're ceasing operations. and hmm. Well, that, that creates an opportunity for someone else, though, in a way. They own 2,300 wells, 200 facilities, and nearly 700 chunks of pipeline. That's all being abandoned. You should snap up a couple of wells and just start pumping oil yourself. Yeah, it can't be worth much if, they're, if the Chinese are walking away. <laughs> Chinese like their money. I'm not willing to join your generalization. Like the <laughs> the Chinese continent like to come to North America and make money. Yeah, that's why half of Vancouver. So does everybody. Else. I think everybody likes to make money. Half of Vancouver's housing is just sitting empty because they're using it for tax evasion purposes. I'm not saying all the Chinese are evil, but there's a lot of shit happening over there that's fucked up. Who do we owe all this money to that we borrow, like the federal government? Isn't that all supposed to be held in? Don't they just print just that shit? Don't they just Chinese? make that shit up? Yeah, <laughs> just I feel like, I feel like it is all fake. I was like, can we borrow money from you? It's like, well, it's, it's not really money. It's just numbers. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Like, yeah. <laughs> what do you D- want? Dave and I just watched that movie, The Darkest Hour. And it has a scene where Winston Churchill's phoning over to FDR talking about the planes that he purchased <laughs> with the money he borrowed from the U.S. <laughs> yeah. But we, we paid you with that money that we borrowed or from you. you. <laughs> he's like, sorry, Just made man. me think of that. Yeah. That well, I could, funny. I could probably tow him within a mile of Canada and you could probably come get him with horses. Horses. <laughs> yeah. He's so like, I just what? put it on a tab. Yeah. Horses. That will never pay. Exactly. 
Everybody just owes everybody infinite amount of money. Well, can't, the United States can't pay their bills every year, right? No. Don't they constantly they just, just go in the hole? More yeah. loans. They yeah. just earn more money. From who? Cong- Congress approves them to borrow more money from the infinite black hole of who knows. Do you guys understand the whole like government shutdown thing yeah. that they do? Yeah. Can you explain it to me? Hmm. Probably not quickly. Like every 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 like six months, they're like, "Well, the government's going to shut down unless we pass a bill for some reason." Well, essentially, they're running at such a deficit rate that if Congress doesn't approve them to borrow more money, they can't afford to pay their civil services, and that shuts down the government. Because if they're not paying the lay people who are unelected, then they're not going to go to work. So who's who are they borrowing the money from? Yeah, themselves. That's a great question. Um, sometimes they print more money. Sometimes they literally are borrowing from themselves. Sometimes I think it's an international market thing. But when, uh, when did they go off the gold standard? Uh, that's not that long ago. Kennedy? No, I think it was after that even. 50s, after 60s? Kennedy? I don't, no, I want to say it was 70s or early 80s. It's so, not been that long. So until that point, they had $1 of gold to back up every dollar they had in the market. In theory, yeah. Mm-hmm. Gold, gold is variable, but yeah, that was yeah, the like, idea. That was the idea. Yeah. yeah. So then it made the money actually worth something physical. Right. So then, then which they, is why their dollar always has been a pretty strong currency, but that's not the case anymore. No, but it's not. It's not not a thing. It's just not a full dollar for every dollar. I don't know what it is like sixty cents on the dollar, forty cents on the dollar. It's still backed, but it's not the same. I don't understand. Do you think it's backed by something? Yeah. Oh, for sure it is. What hard, hard like, currency. Gold, silver, platinum. Well, yeah, but only uranium. Only up to a percent. Yeah, not, but not so to a hundred percent. No, so it's not. Back. But somewhere, well, 60 percent, like still a market amount. It's not like zero, like Canada. Canada's zero. We've we, never had a hardback currency. Really? Yeah. What was our currency based off of then? We're honest. Oh. See, the there was still. a guy. Paper selling. money has got to be the biggest joke ever played, perpetrated on the world. No, oh, yeah. Oh, do you watch all those? Oh, look! I have this purple bill, and I'm telling you, it's worth ten dollars. You're gonna believe me. Yeah, but what's the alternative? Trading. Here's ten dollars worth of gold. (laughs) Well, yeah, but so we should be getting paid in in heavy metals. I'm just I'm just saying, paper money is kind of a joke, right? Because there's in a lot of governments nothing to back it up. Mm -hmm. Places like Brazil. Every once in a while, the government's just like, yeah, that money you have, it's not worth anything. We're printing new stuff, and we're starting all over again. <laughs> it's like $3,000 to buy a loaf of bread in Africa or something. Yeah. The currency's just not worth it. They're taking money in wheelbarrows to buy a piece of bread. Corruption. Well, that happened in World War II, right? That's, that happened, happens more than you'd even care to imagine. When's the last time it happened in Canada? 30s? Oh, good God. I don't think it's ever happened in Canada. No. We didn't get hit by the Depression? Like oh, no, we did, but not like the U.S. Because in the U.S., you, you could, basically, dollars were toilet paper, right? During that time? Well, no, it was I just almost the, impossible to earn a dollar. Yeah, the currency no was jobs. still The currency was still valuable. Just nobody was, had any. Yeah. So, but all the rich people, what, they didn't... They had it in the bank, and the banks all shut their doors. Hmm. The banks had leveraged it into the stock market. I mean, I read a lot of things about, about this whole, like, when the housing crisis happened and, and the, the government ba- bailed out all the banks and stuff in the States, right? I thought that, you know, a lot of people said this whole system needs to just crash the whole way, like, all the way to the bottom, and we need to start over. 
And that didn't happen because they keep bailing him out because they don't want that to happen because that would turn into the Great Depression again, right? Basically. It would probably be worse. Or worse, yeah, because there's more, way more people now. Well, but not only way more people, but way more, like, even even the list of commodities you can trade in is way different than it was in the 30s. And the technology and all of the commitments and, you know, so much of this international trade is based on promises and things that we're going to do, like treaties would fall apart governments would collapse it would be it would be really bad run on the banks yeah if you can't get your money out know, the bank just closes up shop and all your savings is no what you guys should do what i do and just not have any money <laughs> like no if the banks shut down right now well i'm i'll be fine i'm in exactly <laughs> the same position uh one thing i liked about the 30s was that the magic still existed back then what the hell do you mean by that real magic like like, track. like, yeah, you know, magic, Harry Potter, magic, magic. You could change things. You could do change magic. Your mind. Yeah, in the thirties, you guys never. Barnum and Bailey. I don't yeah. have a clue what you're talking about. Just, well, yeah. Hopefully, some of our <laughs> listeners know what I'm talking about. Magic exists, and well, it doesn't now. We've kind of we've kind of wrought it from this world. You just killed this whole conversation with that. Why? I'm trying to think of that guy on the has those shows on TV. He's pretty good at magic. What's Chris Angel. Yeah. Oh my God. Are you serious? <laughs> you're talking about David Looks, Blaine. David Blaine. Yeah. Okay. You look like David Blaine, actually. A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. If you were like buffer, not nearly as much <laughs> as you look like Darren Rose. I don't even know who that is. That's yeah. your doppelganger. Yeah, I don't have a doppelganger. Yeah. So no, you do. That. No. If you had hair, Darren Rose. I don't agree. Do you know who Darren Rose is? No. See, uh, I'll show you after. Nah. Yeah. Or right, I'll I'll pull up a picture now so you can agree with me on the podcast. Fine. Just put a toque on. I don't feel like we're done this though. Have we done this? I don't know. What do you need a list there? What do you want to cover off? Oh, let's see what I got here. Uh, old world monopoly. Here's my notes. Old world monopoly. High commissions for little work. Collusion slash corruption. Hey. <laughs> I think that is That's an a actual long conversation. I think that is a problem, though. Uh, there's guaranteed collusion happening, like price fixing between realtors, especially if they're like friends and they don't like their clients. Oh, think I don't so? think there's a, within realtors. I don't think so. No. No, I don't think that looks like him. Yeah, <laughs> he, he looks a lot like Dave. <laughs> no, no, come on, <clears throat> way more handsome. Wow, <laughs> that's a burn. Holy burn. Uh, just kidding. Um, did you know that you, you have Imagine to... he had... Dave has hair. Let me see it. Let me see it. Yeah, all right. That one's a little better. I can see it a little. No, I don't see it. No, With I the can, hair, though. It's like looking. your twin. No. Smile. Give me a smile. No. <laughs> not, not, not a special smile. <laughs> Freaky smile. Uh, Come okay. on. When are you smiling? Doesn't... High cheekbones. All right. Yeah. No. <laughs> Jesus, you make me uncomfortable. Twin. <laughs> Did you guys know that you have to pay your taxes off before you can get a new mortgage? Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, somebody warned you about that. Why the fuck do you guys know all these rules? I just found that out today, and I was angry as fuck. How did you, you not know that you have to pay your taxes? Well, I know you have to pay your taxes in general. I just didn't <laughs> know I just it. decided not to do it last year. I didn't do it last year because I owe taxes, and I thought I would wait till I file this year, and hopefully it evens out. And? Well, now I have to pay off my taxes before I can take possession of the new house yeah oh like your income taxes yeah 
I didn't know that either. Oh, that's weird. Well, good. See, apparently it's an issue. Lenders won't. What are you doing? I only got one ear now. Yeah, I only have one ear now. Yes. It's not just me. Anyways, um, I didn't know that was a thing. I don't know. The debt ratio is an interesting. It's an interesting line to try and balance. Debt service ratio. Yeah, especially sucks when you're a one-income family. Yeah, no, yeah, or self-employed. They're, they're gonna make me pay or self-employed. <laughs> self-employed. Probably Although worse. self-employed yeah. for more than two years, you're fine as long as you're actually showing income. Yeah, that's probably don't like to show income. Yeah, they're gonna make me pay off everything. Yeah, I gotta pay off both my vehicles, well, and I have to pay all my taxes. So they're basically taking all the money well, I'm making out of the house. David, if you'd like to own this acreage, we'd yeah. like you to become an adult <laughs> and pay your taxes. You, most people on the planet do not have their vehicles paid no, for. No, absolutely. This is fucking bullshit. I'm just giving you a hard time because no, no. I can. Chris, his vehicles are paid for. Yeah. But that's because he... He's he's no, it's because he doesn't own them. <laughs> what? Uh, the business owns them. Yeah, but he still paid oh, no. cash. He paid cash for that beautiful no, truck. No, he, he did not. Yes, he did. Why would you pay cash for the vehicle like that? Like, just it light could. it on fire. A beautiful Ford 150. Oh, my God. <laughs> Love that what? vehicle. What? <laughs> so what I'm going to do is if they actually make me pay off both my vehicles, I'm going to immediately sell one of them, and I'm going to trade in the other one on a brand or, or a, get another a slightly used. Yeah, I am. Exactly. <laughs> I'm going to I'm gonna trade them in on a slightly used uh, Expedition Max. Another Ford, which you hate. But I don't care. It's beautiful. Why would you do Expedition that? Expedition Max, like the mass. Why not keep SUV? your paid-off vehicles? Because uh, they're not they're not big enough. Yes, they are. <laughs> no, they're not. How many seats do you need? Well, there's like seven of us. Now, I guess? Your your well, car has seven seats. Yeah, but comfortably, no. Any of those children well, could slit any one of the other children's Keep your goddamn penis throats. in your pants. <laughs> Go I, get snipped now. I'm I. Okay, I'll do it tonight. Yeah, <laughs> I got a I got a sharp knife. He's a nurse. He knows how to do it. Yeah, you yeah. Chris, bring I'll me a blowtorch and some alcohol. What I'll go get a, a sharp knife. What do you need a blowtorch for? <laughs> to cauterize the wound after the wound. No, the you might want it during. <laughs> don't call it a wound. Oh, it's gonna be. I don't. I don't want a wound. I will have a, a small incision. No, no, that's fine. You're gonna have a gaping wound. Oh. I don't want you to cut into it with like a hammer. I'm just gonna cut it right off. Oh, you would love that. Dick time. <laughs> this the dangly parts. Right, that's enough. Maybe I want to have more kids. Maybe God is asking me to have more children. I need to reproduce. Well, since you don't believe in God, I so, doubt it. That's probably true. Maybe, yeah. maybe. Maybe I like having children. Well, you like making children. We've established that. <laughs> yeah. Well, not every time. I think the first couple were like work. <laughs> Did you actually plan to have your kids? Yeah. Oh, you're oh, the one. Uh, we plan to have the first one. Oh. And then... I the first ones are always a mistake. Yeah, they are. <laughs> what? You guys didn't weren't planning on having kids? Not that particular moment. Oh, no. Oh, no. We were actively trying, and by the time... We were she, aware it was a side effect of what we were actively doing, but... Yeah, yeah. No, by the time she actually got pregnant, I didn't even like having sex anymore. <laughs> I'm just like, oh my God, I want to stop doing this. Because, you know, it gets to that where it's like a chore, right? Because you're actually trying. Never had that happen. Like, come home from work, it's like, let's let's have sex. And it's like, oh, that's, that's like saying you I get tired of the couch, breathing. okay? <laughs> I just got home. I want to work on going blind. <laughs> 
anyways, yeah, no, I, I don't regret any of the kids. They're beautiful. Okay, yeah, well, that has nothing to do with real estate other than the fact you need a farm to raise your herd of children on. <laughs> it's true. What about the ones that you're not, like, living with, like the other 85? Uh, well, I don't know. As long as they don't come after me for money, I'm good. Yeah, well, you don't have any money. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about getting chickens, too. So you're gonna sell your vehicles to go into debt with another vehicle? Yes, that's the most I, ridiculous I thing. Ever heard. Do you need that money though, like cash? Uh no, I don't think so. Some of it. You depend, don't, lo- it you depend- don't like money anyway. I love money. Depends where the. It depends where everything lands. I need some cash to put into the new house because it needs floors right. and wallpaper stripped. Let's get all your ten kids doing that. Yeah, they, they will. It's like I'm got. I have to buy a lawn tractor too because I can't. I can't push mow this place. It's big. You'd never Kids push can. mow this place. Well, yeah, but I definitely can't push mow the other one. <laughs> in in the eight the years you've lived here, you shoveled your driveway like four times because Kayla used to do it all the time. She liked doing it. And you've <laughs> mowed your lawn once that I'm aware of. Once. Yeah, your no. daughter had did it like three times last year. She did and, it once last year. And I mowed. I think I've mowed your lawn more than you have. Probably, but you don't mind doing it. No, I do. I hate you every time I have to do your <laughs> stupid chores. Nobody asked you to do it's it. It's funny. I've been here like eight years, and I've only mowed my lawn once. Hey, who mows your lawn? My wife. Well, there you go. She likes it. See? Oh, my God. <laughs> Send her over. <laughs> See, my wife would have continued to mow the lawn, but she moved out. Yeah. So? I'm Well, that was like you teed that right up, and I walked away. You're welcome. <laughs> I just need to get your kids to do it. Yeah, no, I will definitely. They'll because see, a lawn tractor. Who doesn't want? You know to the worst drive part of this, tractor, Chris, is right? you, you probably don't know this because you don't listen to the podcast, which is fine. But Dave owes me ten million dollars. <laughs>